You all right, honey? Elizabeth Beth McCarthy opened her eyes to find a short battleship of a woman, wearing a powder blue polyester dress and pink apron, tapping against her car window. The woman looked like Ethel Mertz in the episode where she and Lucy worked in the chocolate factory. She sat up and tried to shake off the vestiges of sleep. Glancing up at the crystal blue sky, she realized the sun was directly overhead, which meant she'd slept longer than she'd intended. When Beth had pulled into the half-deserted truck stop off I-10, the sun hadn't yet peeked over the horizon. She'd only meant to shut her eyes for a few minutes, but her body had had other ideas. Driving through the night used to be easier. Peeling her sweat-soaked shirt away from her skin, Beth reflected that sleeping in a closed car would have been a better idea in January, too. She hadn't wanted to risk leaving her windows open, though. A woman alone on the road couldn't be too careful, especially when that woman was on a vital mission to repair old baggage. The waitress tapped on the glass again, and Beth finally rolled the window down. I'm sorry. What did you say? I was coming off my shift and saw you sitting here, the woman said. We get lots of folks catching catnaps all hours of the day, but not many in a classic beetle looking like something the cat dragged in. The woman's gaze flicked to the half inch of dark fuzz on top of Beth's head. She sighed at what had become a familiar gesture from nearly everyone she met. It had only taken Ethel five seconds to acknowledge the bold, bright sign that declared Beth a victim of cancer. She tried not to be offended by the comparison to a dead bird or mouse or whatever else cats dragged home. The woman meant well. I'm fine, Beth said. You sure? You're looking mighty peaked, Beth forced a smile. Perhaps if she bared enough teeth, the waitress would believe she wasn't moments from death's door. I'm just tired. Long drive. The woman nodded, leaning down even further to rest her arms against the doorframe. Uh-huh. Where are you from, honey? There must be something in the DNA of people from small towns that made asking personal questions of complete strangers acceptable. Beth couldn't remember the last time anyone had called her honey, either. Lots of places, Beth said. Oh, yeah? Army brat? Beth released a wry chuckle. No just a brat. Brat was probably the kindest word most people would use to describe her. Selfish, careless, heedless, cruel. Those were all much more accurate. You should come in and get yourself something to eat, the waitress said, pulling Beth out of her pit of self-loathing, a hole so deep she could easily swim down forever and never reach the bottom. Thanks, but I'm not really hungry. The woman put her hands on her hips. I'm not taking no for an answer. Another refusal was on the tip of her tongue, but Beth had a feeling the waitress wouldn't stop harping. So she rolled up the window and climbed out. I don't know why you're being so nice, Beth said as she followed the waitress inside. Ethel glanced over her shoulder. Pardon me for saying, but you look like a stiff breeze would bowl you right over. My sister... She struggles that way, too. Your sister? Beth asked, as awareness invaded her body. Ethel gave a sad but sympathetic smile. Our whole family does the breast walk together every year. At least Tara is still here to do it, bless the Lord.
We haven't given up yet. There were precious few people who would thank God for her continued life, Beth thought with a pang. No reason they should care. You had to earn people's regard, and she'd spent most of her life throwing away everything that mattered. Ethel slipped behind the counter and grabbed the coffee pot. She paused to shout back to the kitchen, Fred, bring a number two to the last booth. A smile fought its way to the surface as Beth sat at the indicated booth. Fred and Ethel. Perfect. She wondered if Ricky was back there, too. Ethel poured coffee. My sister is going through chemo now. Her second round. I remember that phase, Beth said, her stomach roiling at the mere thought. Left me with this Brillo pad on my head. Ethel's head tilted. I'd say that's your badge of courage if you don't mind my asking. How are you?